Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. And now, Financial Renaissance with the M's. Yes, who's back, financial knowledge seekers? It is Emma Knows Money bringing you the Know the Ledge. That's right. I am going to tell you all about the coronavirus stimulus package, which is coming out um, very, very soon. Uh, The House should be voting on it. Then it goes to the Senate. And at some point, it will be trickling up or down to us. I think it's up from us into into society. All right. So let's jump into what is actually going on and why the Republicans and the Democrats have been beefing a little bit. All right. So what it comes down to is um, it is a two or a $2.5 million stimulus package, right? And because of it, the market shot up 11% on Tuesday, March 24th. Um, and then again on Wednesday, the 25th, there was another update. So two updates back to back since the announcement that it looked like uh, the stimulus package was actually moving further down the um, down the road. OK, so here are some of the things that um, are going to be put in the bill. Well, I'll get back to this, but let's let's just talk about what what's been going on. All right. They're proposing one point, excuse me, two point five million. Right. Um, some of the main issues, though, is the the Democrats stopped the bill because they wanted to make sure that what happened in 20, 2008, 2008 um, doesn't happen this time with, if you remember the term TARP, right? Um, the government bailed out a lot of the major corporations, but they didn't put any handcuffs on those corporations. Um, and what those corporations did was they bought back stock, they paid down some debt, they laid off workers, things of that nature. And so the economic recovery um, that was supposed to be sparked because of the government bailing out corporations didn't happen the way it was supposed to because it did not reach the consumer level. Homes got foreclosed, jobs were lost, um, you know, and it has literally taken about 10 years for the unemployment numbers to finally get at a point where um, they've recovered from what had happened, you know, 2008 and before. Well, here we are again, um, you know, some 12 years later, and we are um, possibly going to see unemployment numbers up to 30%. We haven't had uh, 30% unemployment since possibly the Great Depression. So what does that look like? So again, um, it's going to look horrible. However, um, the government is trying to step in. The Democrats have said that they uh, were holding up the bill um, for a few reasons. One of them had to do with unemployment. Uh, They want to make sure that the states are offering four months of unemployment for any idled worker. Um, That's going to be any gig economy workers. So again, our Uber drivers, Lyft drivers, uh, Instacart, Amazon. Well, Amazon is hiring like crazy, so they're not being laid off. But any type of gig economy job, uh, if you work for Fiverr, if you uh, freelance using Upworks or any of those things, any type of job, contract type of job that you have, that will be considered as gig. And you can always look up what gig economy worker means to see if you qualify. Um, Also, uh, people that have been furloughed um, or freelancers, uh, they are going to be entitled to uh, unemployment. So you want to check with the Department of Labor that's close to where you live um, and see what 
processes you need to take to apply for unemployment if uh, your business has stopped, um, if you're no longer receiving um, income coming in. All right. Now, on top of the unemployment insurance, the federal government is saying that they are going to provide an additional weekly amount of about $600 a week on top of what you get for unemployment. Now, um, this has been a point of contention. Uh, I believe the guy's name is Ben Sasse, Sass, S-A-S-S-E. You can look him up on Twitter. Give him your opinion. He believes that uh, during this COVID virus, if people are receiving unemployment and an extra say $1,200 um, a, uh, a month from the federal government that you won't be incentivized to go out and find a job during COVID. Well, here's what I have to say. I don't know too many people looking for jobs unless they are in areas that haven't been hard hit. Um, and whatever the unemployment number is, even if it's, you know, $800 a week, whatever, I don't know what unemployment is, plus the extra 12. Um, if you're all in under $4,000 a month, you know, you're not living the life of Riley uh, for the most part if you've got bills and children and things like that. So let the Republicans know what you think by tweeting at them uh, or calling their offices and let them know how you feel about the uh, $600 a week um, extra from that federal government is um, trying to give. All right. So another thing that the Democrats wanted um, they want an inspector general and a congressional oversight board to oversee uh, the money that they're giving to corporations. And again, this is because of what happened during uh, the 2008 uh, Great Recession, uh, because money was given out to um, lots of corporations and the corporations did what they wanted with the money. All right. Fool me once. <laughs> All right. So um, the other thing um, that may be slowing things down a little bit has to do with the government wanting some equity in any of the companies that they offer aid to. Ooh, wow. The government wants to take part. Now, they did that with, with um, I think, a couple of other companies or entities back in the day, like Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac or whatever the, some of those mortgage companies were. I think the government, I don't know if they were government, quasi-government, but I know the government ended up getting a stake in them. Um, so that's what they're looking at doing now. Now, another cool thing that they're, um, the Democrats want the companies to do, um, any company that receives federal loans or grants, they have to keep their employees. They cannot buy by stock and they have to put a employee on the board. So they put some stipulations in place um, to make sure that um, the corporations behave properly. All right. The other thing that the bill is um, including, and this is according to um, Senate Majority Whip, not Frank Underwood, but uh, John Thune of South Dakota, Republican out of South Dakota, says, that the bill is going to include immediate $2,400 checks. I don't know if this is per month or one time, but $2,400 checks per married couple, $500 per child. And for our single tax filers, you will get $1,200. Now, um, they are setting aside about $350 billion uh, for small businesses uh, to try to, so that they can keep the payroll coming. Now, I've been hearing rumors that if you keep your people um, on the books that you may not have to pay the loan back or it may be at zero percent or it may be for 30 years. I don't know. Uh, the devil is in the details and I haven't seen any deets anywhere. I've been trying to, but I haven't found any. Oh, the other things um, that Democrats are looking for, they want to give wind and solar tax credits. I don't know if that's to businesses or to uh, we the people, but we'll find out. But I, I don't really feel like that's inside the scope of what this stimulus bill is supposed to be about. 
The bill will also have about $37 million in grants um, for the airline industry. They're going, they're proposing another $3 million in grants to support the ground support. Um, wow, I didn't even think about the ground crews, uh, ground support, and also the catering contractors. I saw last night or the other night that Virgin Airlines has laid off 8,000 people. Um, so th- this is just something that's going to be happening um, around the world. So again, the, the, the takeaways for you, you can file for unemployment if you are a gig worker, a contract worker, um, et cetera. If you are not working right now or things have slowed down to a grinding halt, uh, you can go ahead and uh, contact your local Department of Labor um, and see if you qualify to file for unemployment. Okay. Uh, now, as far as the checks that the um, federal government is going to be issuing out to people, which is about you know $1,200 per adult, $500 per child, um, there are phase outs with this um, gift, um, if you will, or this bailout that they're giving to the people. It's not a gift because we didn't ask for this. Um, so if you are a single filer, if your adjusted gross income is more, was more than $75,000, there will be a phase out. So you will no longer receive $1,200. I don't know what the increments will be, but it will be less than that. If you are a head of household filer, um, that phase out begins for you at 112000 adjusted gross income. And if you are married uh, filing joint, your phase out will be at $150,000. So hope that helps. And remember, um, if you would like the extra um, $600 per week, go ahead and uh, send a text to Ben Sass. Um, he is a Republican, um, I believe he's out of North Dakota or Nebraska, Ah, out of Nebraska. He's a Republican senator uh, out of Nebraska. And um, basically he says that furloughed workers would end up getting an extra 600 a week under the bill, which would... Um, and this is a bunch of senators are saying it would create an incentive for staying laid off. So, um, you know, do what you will. If you think what he's saying is fine, you know, you may want to tweet him and tell him, hey, you know, way to go, man. And if you think what he's how he's thinking, um, maybe a little heartless, um, you can go ahead and let him know that, too. Let's see if there was anything else. I think that will do it. Oh, uh, Steve Mnuchin, who is the um, Treasury Secretary, has agreed to oversight. He has agreed to putting some of the uh, handcuffs on um, Wall Street. Uh, the issue that uh, the Democrats had with him was that they're, they were they are going to be giving out of that two trillion or two point five trillion, they're going to be giving um, five hundred uh, billion as a bailout to Wall Street. So the Democrats wanted to make sure that, again, that that $500 billion bailout, which is coming from us, right? We the people, Main Streeters, uh, this bailout's going to be given to Wall Street, and they want to make sure that Wall Street does the right thing and um, actually lets it trickle down because the monies that they're going to be giving to us, we're going to be trickling it right back up to keep America strong and whole. All right. When we come back, I'll be telling you about Social Security um, and what to do about your benefits during the COVID virus. All right. Social Security income recipients, this segment is for you. The federal government wants you to know you don't have anything to worry about as of right now. So if you are receiving your check um, via direct deposit, they say nothing should be going wrong. If you're receiving your check that way, it should still be coming. If you're receiving your check via snail mail, and snail mail is what they call the United States Postal Service, 
Um, if you're still having a check delivered to your mailbox, uh, it is up to you to check with the uh, Centers for Disease Control and the World Health Organization. Those The scientists there are um, trying to determine whether or not coronavirus, as of now, they're saying it's not lasting, that coronavirus cannot be transferred by pig-touching mail, right? Mail that you received, let's say a carrier, whoever sent it, uh, is, is sick. But we don't know, okay? They don't know for certain, but they're saying, hey, as of right now, that's the way it is, so you should still receive your uh, check. What I say to everyone, especially if you have a compromised system, uh, you, are, you should uh, consider quarantining your mail uh, when you get it. So that means that uh, put your mail in a box. I think they say th uh, the virus lasts on surfaces for three to four days. Look it up. I'm not a doctor. Um, but, you know, maybe quarantine your mail. And then after it's been in the house for, you know, whatever that time period is, then go ahead and rip it open and start looking at your stuff. All right. So again, uh, you have to check for updates from the CDC, Charlie Delta Charlie .gov, and the World Health Organization. Okay, um, they will be the first indicators that mail delivery will stop once someone <laughs> that is delivering mail catches it. <laughs> That's how it goes. They'll figure out how they got it. All right. So um, the Social Security Administration does want you to be careful. Uh, scammers are going to be taking advantage of the COVID virus and the crisis. So um, you may be getting phone calls and emails and things like that. If you receive a phone call, the Social Security Administration does make outbound calls. So they do call people. So they may call you, uh, but what you want to do is uh, take down the person before you give any information. You know, don't don't verify your address, don't verify your social, don't verify your date of birth, don't verify nothing. Okay, take their name, get their phone number, ask them for their extension, and then ask them for their address, um, the address or their office location, and then you. Um, go online and look up that office, look for the phone number, not necessarily the one they gave you, because that number, although it may say Social Security Administration, the scammers can, can make the caller ID look like anything you want. It could look like the president's calling you or, um, you know, Meghan Markle or you name someone that you would love to receive a phone call from. They can make it look like that person is calling you. So be careful. Um, if you are not savvy with getting on the Internet and figuring out how to, you know, determine, I, I call it cyber snooping or cyber stalking or cyber something, but cyber investigating, I think that's a better word. If you're not good with that, find anybody that's over the age of 15. Anybody over the age of 15 should be able to help you out with that. But um, verify who you're talking to before you give them any uh, information. All right. All face-to-face -face services with the Social Security Administration have been halted. Scoot, scoot. Um, they've been suspended for now. So if you were planning to go to the Social Security office um, for to start your benefits or if you had questions, uh, you can uh, still reach out to them. They are practicing social distancing. So they're on a, um, um, a lighter, lighter uh, staff load. I don't know how to say that, but... Um, Basically, they're not. If they have twenty people in their office, there may only be six. Okay, because people have to be about six feet or twelve feet away from each other, or whatever that distance is. So um, you can again go online and apply for your benefits, or you can call their office to apply for benefits. They, and they're very nice; they'll walk you through it. Um, they are prioritizing dire need payments over everything else, and dire need is 
Um, if you're homeless, if you're about to become homeless, um, if your benefits are at risk um, uh, and they were just about to be reinstated before all this stuff happened, call them. Uh, if you became disabled right before or during this uh, crisis, call them. They are prioritizing disability payments. Call them and reach out to them. Now, if you are one of those that the Social Security Administration overpaid for whatever reason, not here to judge, they are not going to be taking that money back from you right now. They will take it back at some point because it is the government and the government will get their money, but they are not going to take it back from you right now. Okay. So again, to recap, if you owe the Social Security Administration, they are suspending those payments or they're not taking that money back from you right now. Um, if you are at risk of being homeless or any of the above, or you just became um, disabled or um, your benefits are got suspended and they were about to be reinstated, call them, call them, call them. Okay, this is not the time to have the pride about this, that we don't know how long uh, or what the long-term effects of this crisis is going to be. Um, again, if you need to apply for benefits, uh, you can do it online or you can call their office. Um, and all face-to-face -face services have been suspended. Nobody is meeting with anybody right now. Stay your butt home, pick up the phone, or do something, something on the computer. And then lastly, the they want you to be um, aware of the scammers that are out there that may be um, placing calls to you. Um, your caller ID may say Social Security Administration, but it is not them. It may not be them. It could be them. Hmm, what are you to do? Um, again, uh, take down their name and number, uh, ask them what office they're calling out of, and then you try to reverse engineer everything and figure out if what they're telling you is true. Make it like a game, you know, pretend that you are some type of spy or something. You're trying to figure out if this person's trying to get you for your, you know, get you for your social security check. You know, it's not that much. And so, you know, you shouldn't be giving that up to anybody. All right. Um, so if you have any questions, you can reach out to the S, you can go on ssa.gov again, and then you can also, um, as far as keeping an eye on mail, uh, go to the CDC's website and also the World Health Organization's website uh, and see what they're saying about the virus being passed on through the mail or papers and, and things like that. You know, let us know what um, what you're doing to kind of cope. I'm surprised I haven't sneezed yet. I, um, I just ran outside to uh, to um, to drive my car around the corner. Okay, um, and I we live here in Georgia, and the there is so much pollen. We are the city in the forest, and there's a bunch of pollen outside. And so at some point, I'll start sneezing. Um, but what are some of the things that you are doing to cope? I have decided that I will, when I leave my office uh, for the day, I'm going to go outside and I'm going to go drive my car around the corner and come back. And that way it's my separation between home and uh, and being out and about. I, um, I love uh, the office that I work out of. And so being at home and uh, well, you know, I'm healthy, uh, but yeah, I, I sure do miss going into the office and being around my team uh, all day and the laughter and the camaraderie and, and things like that. So um, if you have any coping skills or anything that you're doing uh, to learn how to handle that, you know, working from home and separating work and home, you know, feel free to put your comments in the comment section um, or you can send them to me at info at emmaknowsmoney.com. Scratch.